With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Give honor to God, to everyone. God bless all the listeners, participants, and uh, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to see another Christmas. So Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh Amen. Welcome to play. Okay. Welcome to Prayer Warriors Needed. Uh, we have a short little Christmas program for 12-24-23. And uh, we'll be talking about the birth of Jesus Christ. We thank God for his birth. We thank God for that God gave his son that, uh, that we can uh, recognize and appreciate the birth of Jesus Christ. That is the true meaning of Christmas. Um, I'll start with the a reading I have, The Meaning of Christmas, uh, it just talks more so about the traditions. But with the, with the traditions, I thank God, and I was able to use this in the school system. Uh, they, you know, it talks about the, uh, Jesus, about the meaning of Jesus Christ and Christmas. So this is the beginning. For Christians, Christmas is the most important holiday of the year. It is the anniversary of the birth of Jesus Christ. Churches hold special services for this joyful occasion. Many churches display a nativity scene and decorate with evergreen branches and red point centers. Green and red are the traditional colors used for Christmas decorations. Green symbolizes eternal life through Christ. Amen. And guess what red symbolizes? What? Yes. No, the red, the color red on Christmas, what does it symbolize? Blood of Christ? The blood, the blood shed, uh, right, the blood shed by Jesus when he was crucified. Yes. Yes. And I I didn't even know the green symbolizes eternal life through Christ. So the red symbolizes the blood shed by Jesus when he was crucified. At home, people decorate using a nativity scene, greenery, poinsettias, mistletoe wreaths, candies, and special ornaments for the Christmas tree. In addition to decorating their homes, people buy and wrap gifts, bake cookies and desserts, and they go carolining and send, send Christmas cards. They hang stockings for stockings or give or attend uh, gatherings, and they prepare large Christmas dinner to share with the family and friends. It is no wonder that Christmas is the busiest and happiest time of the year for both children and adults. Amen. 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 Oh God, we just thank you, Lord, for another Christmas. God, we thank you for the birth of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the blood shed on the cross. We thank you, God, for the sacrifice he made so that we can have eternal life. God, we thank you. We praise you. We exalt you, Heavenly Father. Um, 
according to uh, which I have to do more reading, the ministry I was at today, they said Jesus Christ was the second Adam. The first Adam <clears throat> kind of slipped up, and the second Adam was Jesus Christ who made the way on that cross for us so that we can have eternal life, so that we can have a mediator between us and the Most High God. So we thank you, Heavenly Father, for this birthday. We thank you that we can come together to, to just praise his holy name. I'm going to read a special prayer, and then um, we'll go into uh, uh, Sister Cassandra and um, uh, Sister Brenda's song. All right, uh, this is a Christmas prayer. Dear Most High God, our Heavenly Father, God, your word says in John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Lord, this passage shows us how God's love brought Jesus to the earth, and this same love brings us to this Christmas gathering. Today we celebrate the birth of Christ, our Savior, who was sacrificed on the cross. Christ died for every person, therefore salvation is possible for every person. John 3.16 reminds us that there is an eternal glory awaiting us beyond this life. It is an important verse because we are reassured of a God who loves us as so much that he would sacrifice even his beloved son so that we could have eternal life. We thank you, Heavenly Father, as we take Christmas time to worship, adore, and exalt you. God, we give you all the praise and the glory for your son Jesus Christ's birthday and sacrificial offering. We offer fervent prayers on Christmas Day to worship God with songs of thanks, with songs of redemption, songs of hope and renewal. Most High God, thank you for this Christmas time created to remind us of the incredible gift of love you bestowed upon us through the birth of your son, Jesus Christ. We come together with grateful hearts, embracing the joy and the unity that Christmas brings. Bless this gathering, God. Bless our conversations and the moments we share. May your presence fill this prayer meeting and remind us of the true meaning of Christmas. In this season of celebration and reflection, God, we thank you for the gift of family and friends and the opportunity to come together in exaltation. As we remember the birth of Jesus, may his light shine in our hearts, guiding us to love, to demonstrate compassion in all that we do and goodwill towards all. Bless each and every one of us with delightful memories and above all, a profound understanding that Jesus is the reason for the season. Christmas is the birthday of the King of all kings, and we come together to say thank you, God, for the birth of your son, Jesus Christ. His sacrifice on the cross for the blessings of the past year and the hope that Christmas brings for the year, for the year ahead. May this celebration reflect God's boundless love and a time of fellowship that brings us closer to the Most High God. Heavenly Father, open the gates of heaven for our prayers to be heard. Hear our prayers for love, compassion, justice, righteousness, and good health to rule on this earth. Heavenly Father, hear our prayers for prosperity to advance God's kingdom on this earth. We decree divine intervention for the retaking of this earth 
from demon forces so that person so that the persecution and crucifixion demon spirits can be exterminated off this earth and never resurrected again. In closing, God, we stand before you, Most High God, in the spirit of joy and gratitude as we come together to celebrate the birth of your son, Jesus Christ. Amid the festivities, may we never lose sight of the miraculous gift of salvation that Christmas represents. Let our prayer meeting teach us to open our hearts to acts of kindness and generosity, reflecting the true essence of Christmas. Blessings are decreed on the prayers, the sermons, the food, the conversations, and the memories we create this Christmas. Bless this prayer time, dear God, and all those present, and may the peace of the Most High God Spirit reign in our hearts. We thank you, Lord, for this special Christmas prayer. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Okay, that was our special Christmas prayer. And now, Cassandra, we're going to have you read the Christmas scripture, The Birth of Jesus Foretold, and that comes from Luke 1, 26 to 35. Okay. And in the sixth month of the angel, Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored, and the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in, his mind, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the most of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be seen? I know not a man. And the angel answered, and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also thou holy thing, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Amen, amen, amen. And that was the uh the birth of Jesus foretold. Before Jesus was here, it was foretold. Okay, Sharice is in here. The next section we have was Joseph accepts Jesus as his son. That's Matthew 1. Let me try, I'll try and do that. Matthew 1, 18 to 25. Welcome, Mel. Good to see you, Matthew 1. Um, okay, 18 to 25. Okay, now. The birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when, as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Now, you know, that was difficult back in the day, when I talk about she was pregnant from the Holy Ghost. Can you imagine? Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, okay, when, oh, okay. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, 
was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph being raised from the sleep did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and he took unto him his wife and he knew her not till she brought forth her firstborn son, and she called him, and he called his name Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, boy, they dropped Brenda. She was next. Brenda? Hey, Marion. I'm, I'm here listening to Kevin. I have noise going on in the background, so I muted myself. Okay. Do you, do you want to go next? Because Brenda got dropped. Huh? You want to go next? Brenda got dropped. Okay, which one? Uh, oh, I, I thought I sent you the page number. No, I'm sorry. Um, mm -mm. Well, the birth, I'm not going to do it from a computer. Yeah, the birth of Jesus told in the Bible. Pages, if you pull up that link, you're on page six and seven. Okay. Uh, sorry, five and six. It's five and six. Okay, five and six. Let me see. Hold on. Okay, so five, five, it says, um, the Christmas today? No, page five, the birth of Jesus told in the Bible. Okay, this page four, page five, the birth of Jesus told in the Bible, one dash six, Joseph, right, carpenter, bought. Okay, Joseph, Mary, and Jesus. Joseph, a carpenter, brought his wife, Mary, to the town of Bethlehem to take part in the census. Mary was great with, with child. Soon, soon to Mary explicitly give birth to Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Miraculously, right. Yeah, miraculously, no room in, no room in the, well, no, no room in the inn. Because remember, they went all, to the hotel. The hotel said there was no room in there. Because of all, because of the inns were full. Joseph and Mary stood in the stables. Mary gave birth to Jesus and wrapped him in, but, what swallowing what? clothes and laid him. Swallowed him clothes and laid him in mm -hmm. in the manger. 
Okay, so this is five. Glad tidings. An angel appeared to a nearby shepherd with good tidings of great joy. The angel told them the Son of God had been born, and they hurried to find their newborn Savior. And, um, okay. The wise man. The wise man, later the wise men from the east were guided by a new star in the heavens to Jesus. They fall down and worship him and gave him gifts of God. Gold. Gifts of gold, frankincense. Gold. It's hard to read it on myself. I'm blowing it up. Okay, gift of gold. Oh. Frank frankincense. And myrrh. And myrrh. We have Christmas today. We often give Christmas presents today, but the most important part of Christmas is remembering Jesus Christ who was born long ago to save us all. Okay, Matthew 1, that's 21. And she will have a son. And you are the name, or you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. 21. She will bring a son to birth. And when she does, you, Joseph, would name him Jesus. God saves because he will save his people from their sins. Amen. 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 Right. Amen. Uh, Brenda, uh, yeah, she got dropped. All right. Uh, her poem was pretty nice. I may read it. Let's see if I get her one more. Thank you, Melvin. That just simplifies the birth of Jesus, which is told in the Bible. Because that's, yeah, really no Christmas, that's what Christmas is all about. Brenda? Oh, you, you got dropped? Well, you know what? I had a call, too. It must have dropped. Yes. Okay. You want to read your, your poem? Okay, I will read it. I may have to get off as well. I'm sorry. Hold on. Okay. Get it back. One you gave me is real joy. Because what is Christmas without Jesus Christ? It's a holiday full of stuff. Money and stress, teaching kids greed. Some people are saying enough. Love one another, our Savior said. All about love, not things. Let's teach our children to serve and create. And create the real joy, the true Christmas. The real joy, true Christmas brings. Amen. Isn't that so profound Amen. and true? Yeah. You know, some absolutely. kids don't even know what's the real meaning of Christmas, that it's the birth of Jesus Christ. So, um, all right, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you, Mel. Thank you, Cassandra. I'm going gonna, gonna to play uh, two Christmas songs, and then we'll finish up. This is one of the... Thank <laughs> you. 
coming is is it coming in so sometimes it doesn't Hello? Yes, I can hear you. You didn't hear me before? No, no. No? I couldn't hear you. Oh, wow. Cassandra, are you there and Mel? I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so you couldn't. All right, so before nobody could hear me? I heard you. I couldn't hear you. All right. Did did the song come through? I didn't hear the song. Oh, okay. All right. Let me. Um, what in the world? Talk shoe. He's doing a little cutting up here. Oh, no. Oh, the talk shoe disappeared. All right. Let me just play it. Just uh, it's uh. All right, I'm gonna probably call it tonight. Yeah. Okay, Mel. Thank you. Good Lord, as um, let earth be free. Okay, that's one of your Christmas favorites. And um, okay, I'll play one more. I'll say, everybody knows this. Oh. 
Cassandra and then Tranquility. Cassandra, a child is born to us, Isaiah 9, 6, 7. It's in the And what do I of, need to read? Okay, it's in the package, uh, Tranquility. It's in the package. You're on um, Christmas verses from the gospel. That is page. Let me first give Cassandra a page because she's next. Cassandra, oh. you there? Cassandra? 
You there? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have the packet open? A child is born to us. That's on page. That's on page uh, three, the bottom of three. You, you have the packet? Cassandra? Cassandra? Cassandra, are you there? Can you hear me? Now I can. Yes. Let me read, read Luke, let me to read Isaiah, give me Isaiah. Right, do you have the pad, the link in front? If you have the link, you can click the link and go to page three. Let me go back to the link. Let's see. I had it. Quality, yours is on page uh, four. Um, I can't open anything on the Google Drive. I don't have Google on my um phone. I'm not logged into any Google. Oh, oh, you don't have the packet in front of you? I can't open the file. It won't let me open it. It didn't open. Okay. So maybe I can uh, take a picture and see if you can see it like that. Okay. Messages. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Cassandra, did you have any problems? I can't get to. I'm trying to pull it up. I mean, I see. I don't see page three. I see the songs. I enjoy to the world. I have songs, sound and night. I have all those. And yes, real, real joy. What is Christmas with Donna? You don't have page uh, two, it's page three. Let me go back and see if it's on. And if not, just go to Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. That's all. Yeah, I have it. it. I, have, I, have, I have Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. All right, it was Isaiah 9, 6, and 7 plus Revelation 12, 5. But go ahead. I okay, got it, man. Okay. All right. Let Cassandra go, and then you. Okay. So that that's re readable. Um, go ahead, Cassandra. Isaiah Isaiah nine verse six and seven. For unto us a child is born, and to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from the henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. It's Isaiah Amen. 9, 6 and 7. No, 9, 6 and 7. And also right. it has a it goes with Revelation twelve five, again the prediction of her um, the the birth of Christ. Revelation twelve five, and she gave birth to a son, a male child, 
who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron, and her child caught up to God and thrown. Behold, 2 Corinthians 9.15, no, no, John 1.29, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift, 2 Corinthians 9.15. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Cassandra. Excellent. We're looking at the, uh, the birth. Child is born to us, and that was in Isaiah 9.6. All right, Tranquility, Christmas verses from the Gospels. Okay. Um, hold on one second. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, uh-oh. Okay. This is Paige. Okay. Luke 2, 7. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Luke ten twenty seven, and he answered, "You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself." Luke two eight through nine, and there were shepherds in the field keeping watch by night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round around them. Matthew one twenty. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Matthew one twenty one. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Amen, amen, amen. How does that relate to Christmas? Anybody? What What did you say? How does that, how does the, those uh, verses relate to Christmas? Basically, it relates to Christmas, the Christmas verses from the gospel. It talks about the birth of Jesus and how it was foretold that he would be here and how, how, how the birth of Jesus happened through the Holy Spirit. That, that, that's a lot, you know, we, 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 that's a lot to believe. We got to I mean, walk by faith. What do you feel? Do you did the Holy Spirit impregnate Mary, and that's how she had Jesus? Is that how he well, endured the that. the pain on the cross because of his supernatural his supernatural birth? Yeah, and then all the other temptations of Christ. I mean, that we have to believe by faith. Now, I I think but for the infilling of the Holy Ghost, I probably would have probably been dissuaded by now because of the testing I've gone through. 
the supernatural event of me receiving the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking in other tongues was the event that subsequent to my receiving of Christ and salvation. Uh, and uh, I received Christ January 7th, 1987. And uh, I didn't get filled with the Holy Ghost until April 29th, 1988. But uh, those two events were the only reason I think right now I would believe that there is a Christ, there is a God, and a Christ. And, and, and mm. because uh, otherwise, I think I would have sway, uh, either left, left totally or just uh, been neutral. Uh, uh, I know that there is a God. I know that I prayed in Jesus' name for the infilling of the Holy Ghost, which I received supernaturally. And that's the event that sealed the, the uh, confirmation that Jesus is Christ, Jesus is Lord and God, the Father. Uh, every day I read the scriptures, he said, read the scriptures about God and the Christ in the New Testament. And, um, you know, as I talk about this, I don't know why, as I talk about this, I have a vision. I have a vision of, of, a, of a cape, a cape. It's this draped over like a, I keep having these visions about fences, but a key that's draped over a a, 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 a a fence or balcony. Well, I know that just by being a treasured, treasured individual uh, encountering such a wicked program, I know if I never believed, I sure believe now that is nothing but the supernatural power of God that can protect us from the wickedness. Uh, Brenda got again. To protect us from the wickedness behind this program. So, you know, yes, at one point I was questioning, I'm like, isn't that, you know, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit impregnated the woman and whatnot, but the supernatural power that I've witnessed in my own life through the blood of Jesus Christ, I do believe that he was born supernaturally and that he was sacrificed on that cross, that there is a persecution spirit, that there is a crucifixion spirit, a demon spirit. Okay. Yeah, you got dropped. Oh, God. Okay, go ahead. I was describing this vision I'm having of a cape. Uh, a cape uh, it's, it's like a real fine cape. It's, it's very, it's velvet uh, burgundy on the top. 
velvet and it's draped over something. It either a fist or velvety. It's gold. And the bottom of the case is satin. And satin finish. The satin finish is turned. Uh, well, the satin finish is actually lying on the fence. But this is a case I, I can see someone sitting. Maybe it's Christ. Maybe it's Jesus the Christ uh, sitting in a ornate chair. Uh, but I can't see real well the figure. The figure is blurred. Not blurred, but minimized. But the figure is gold. And the gold matches the chair and, and the satin underneath this cape. I think it's Christ, Jesus of Christ, sitting on the throne. Um, and uh, I think that the uh, vision confirms what we celebrated tonight. His birth, he went from that baby. The infant to the Christ sitting on the throne in victory. This cape, you know, it reminds me, I've been looking at these Princess Diana weddings, wedding videos. She had such a tremendous, uh, wow, it's interesting. I don't know, tremendous, uh, what you call it, behind the bride. Uh, Veil, but her, her trail behind her was tremendous. And this looks like that, that trail that's behind it, the veil. But I mean, it's decorated, it's, 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 it's heavy, it's thick, it's, it's, it's uh, luxurious, what I want to call it, what I see. And uh, it is, I think, Christ. Now, he's risen, so he's not in that place anymore, I guess. But he's risen from his, his grave to be glorified, and that's what we're doing today. But this cape is enormous. It's, it's glorious. Um, it's the cape of a king. cape of a king. And I never want to say this stuff when I see it. But it's, a, it's a something wrong with it. There's a little spot of blemish on it. Now, he says, you know, there's no spot, no wrinkles, no blemishes. But I see something. And maybe it's a little person. I don't know what it is. Every time I tell you all these visions, the next day, <laughs> the next day something happens to explain the vision. And I want to call everybody or text them and tell them what the Lord showed me. But I see that now. That seems like a gift of words. But I see. It's not a blemish. It's like, I don't know what that is. But anyway, it's something. But on this luxurious cape that I see. And then it looks like the cape rises off of this balcony or uh, rail that it was on. And, uh, you know, begins to exist on its own. So. Do I know what that means? Every time I tell, tell all of your vision that I have, the next day it seems like it's, it's explained. I never want to say it because it sounds so so ridiculous. Uh, but I've learned that God is showing me something, and 
and, and, and he expresses it through me on this call for a reason. And so I have to learn to trust the Holy Ghost. But, oh, that's what I want to get back to, and then I'm, I'm, I'll give you two minutes. The day I received the Holy Ghost, uh, it was a Friday, April 29th. Uh, I was living with my, my great aunt on the east side of Detroit. And uh, I just gotten separated from my first husband. So I was, you know, living in her attic, which was finished. But uh, anyway, I, I prayed to the Lord. I said, well, I want to receive the Holy Ghost. I got to this church and it said I wasn't saved unless I had the Holy Ghost. So I, I go home, pray, and just say, Lord, can you please fill me with the Holy Ghost? I'd say it for about a half hour, 45 minutes. And then one Friday, I did that for six months. And then one Friday, I came back to my bedroom in the attic. And I was getting ready to get on my knees and say, Lord, please fill me with the Holy Ghost. Well, my hairdresser, it's a long story. I ain't going to be able to tell you. But uh, Christian laid hands on me. I used to go get my hair done every Friday. He laid hands on me, said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Breathe on her, Lord. I thought it was like, yeah, right. Went home. I started speaking in tongues and couldn't stop. The next day, I had a meeting with the lawyers, and I spoke in tongues at the table. And they looked at me like I was crazy. So I know the Holy Ghost is real, and, and I don't know why I started saying that, but the Holy Ghost is real. It is, and you can speak at, at, at will. I, you, when you deal with the Holy Ghost, you can speak at will. Uh, I haven't spoken as much. Uh, lately, but it, it, it's like, like okay, now I will be speaking a whole, and praying in tongues. It's not in my language. It's in a whole, in language of the Holy Ghost. Um, and so, you know, like when you, you've heard me speak in tongues um, before, but that's not something I practice, never. It's like prophecy. You can't practice it. It starts up. So that's the flow Lord gives. And so um, with that, it's been a lot of testing, though, a lot of testing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say anything negative, but it's just a lot of testing that I guess it tempers, uh, tempers it somewhat. That's all I have to say. I don't know why I said all that, but that's what I want to say. It is real. We speak in tongues. Uh, you know, and that is a prayer language that he said it's a sign to men when someone speaks in other tongues. It's a sign. And to the unbeliever, I believe it's a sign to the believer as well. Because when I first heard someone speaking to other tongues, I was shocked. I was shocked. And so it's it's a sign from the Holy Ghost of Jesus and uh that God uses to draw believers. 
Did I answer a question or did I just pause? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Amen. That's what I want to say. I've spoken in tongues before. It's something that comes straight from the Holy Ghost. That's the miraculous power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You know, uh, I it, also yeah. got prayed before when I was younger. I'll never forget. And I literally felt a seal go across my head. I was like, huh. what was that? My mother was praying for me and I felt a seal like you're covered. A literal seal. So I know that this, this divine intervention power, this supernatural power is very much real. Have you had any other experiences, uh, uh, Cassandra? Supernatural experiences, or, or tranquility, or Brenda? Supernatural experiences. I've had that... Oh, huh? I've had a whole lot of supernatural experiences since, and I could say that. Uh, it's like they become common, like the prophecy visions. They they become like um, common to you, almost you know natural, and um, you just start having visions. And uh, my twin sister is deceased. She said visions and talk about it. I would be so amazed. How did how did you see that? How did you hear that? I'm more confident in what I see in a vision than I am what I hear from the Holy Ghost. I, I, sometimes I don't want to get it wrong, but I know for certain that the Lord says he gives us visions and dreams, and it, 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 is, it is a gift uh, that he will give to all uh, the you know, believers, it's, it's, it's something that is common uh, in the body of Christ. He he doesn't say that he will just, I mean, I know he has the prophets, the apostles, the teachers, the pastors, and evangelists, uh, but even like me, somebody like me, I always said, well, I don't need all that. I just, I just, you know, I leave that to my sister. And, uh, you know, I was just kind of, I can almost tell you, I was almost, I was almost playing around, but not really, because I used to go to the conferences in the prophet, prophetic conferences, and I'd say, oh, I want to be a prophet, but after a while, I changed my mind. I said, oh, I have too much legal work to do, and I, <laughs> I don't really need that title and all that goes with it, and I said, prophecy, that is not, that, that is not a decision you make. You can't say, turn this off. Guess what? Mm -mm. That's what I'm saying. I said all of that in my in my ignorance. And uh, what happens is, is God is the decision maker. The Holy Ghost uh, will give you and render uh, those things to you. And the thing is, that's the point I'm making. It's not your decision. You just can't turn right. it on and turn it off. And what's the God, what's the Lord, uh, uh, provides it, it's like there, you have no choice. Uh, 
and uh, it's like a faucet that's turned on, and God turns it on. You can't turn it off. Now, I've, I've, I've had days where I said, I want the faucet off. I want the faucet, the faucet off. And I think it's because of the testing. Uh, you know, there's a lot to digest with the gifting. Okay, right now, me sitting in this house by myself, <laughs> Christmas Eve, um, and, and right, you know, that's that, the that, cover you right there, right? I mean, you know, you have to the testings of it, mm-hmm. testings of this, and I thought at one time this house was full of people, and now it's empty. And I'm the only one here. It feels strange to me. The bedrooms were filled up. It was loud. Um, and it feels strange to me to have this empty house on Christmas Eve. And, and those would be the testings that you have to endure. Christ walked through, you know, the desert. He, he, he 40 days, he fasted and, you know, Satan tempted him. And those are the things that while they marveled at the gifts of healing and the, the his insight of prophet prophecies and everything, is the hardships that seem to flow with those gifting. And so it tempers everything. You can't get a big hit, can't brag, can't say I know I, anything, you will say, God, you say, Jesus. And um, he distinguishes himself in his his presence with these gifting. And anybody that is telling the truth will say, Jesus is Lord of, of, of us and Lord of these gifts. God, our Father, dispensed them through the Holy Ghost. And you will say it because you know it's not you. Anybody who's mm-hmm. honest will say the truth about it because uh, it's it's the hardship and then it's the uh, containment of it. It's not uh, anything you can claim as your own ever. And so I I get uh, I I know when I see a false prophet, a false prophet will try to own, take ownership of the gift of the of the messages, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to get an example of it. Uh, you know, they just will not give God the credit. That's what I'm saying, basically. I've seen those people. I've seen these these, these false prophets, and, and, and they, they look legitimate, but they don't put the credit where it's due. That's what, the, what I can say. And then they have these. I always wish, and then you're going to be real, because I always wish that I had those big, long prophecies, like I see some of the prophets have, the big, long ones, and, 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 and you know, two or three minutes long and stuff. I don't have that. The Lord gave me a short vision, 10 seconds, maybe one second, and I have to describe it. And maybe when I describe the vision, that's when the prophetic seems uh, to be uh, prolonged and extended. But to get the, the actual visions are only a second. I mean, a mere 
fraction of a second, really. But I, I see the prophets who have the mere law prophecies. And so maybe their uh, measure of the gift is different. But uh, it's definitely different than the gift I've been given. My gift is real, short, and to the point. Not very long. I'd probably be embarrassed if I went in the presence of some of the other prophets at the conferences and everything, trying to give a prophecy. But I mean, the Lord may give me my 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 uh, credence, my my legitimacy through my other uh, titles, you know, in my music as a harpist and maybe as a lawyer. Because uh, uh, a lawyer, symbolic uh, intercessor, scripture, what's that scripture? I, I can't think of scripture. But a lawyer is a symbolic intercessor. I've taught on this a lot uh, about the lawyer uh, as an intercessor. Uh, you're standing in the gap for the accused as a defense attorney. And uh, let's see, is it First Peter, Second Peter 2, 2? He says he, he uh, I don't know the exact language, it's about propitiation, propitiation for our sins. That's what Jesus was. And I looked it up in a Greek text. It means intercessor or defense attorney. So literally, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, in the words, proclaims that this attorney is a God, God-ordained uh, occupation. <laughs> Today, where I was, where all those prisoners were, I had such a love for all the prisoners. I looked at them and I just had a supernatural love for the prisoners. And I believe that's what the intercessor is, that Christ died on the cross for our sins. It's the love of Christ. It's, it's, it's love. It's divine. It can't be explained. It just exudes out the love. I had a great love for those men that I saw there today. And people don't normally think like that. People are like, uh. What crime you commit? Oh, heck no. I won't talk to you. It was a love for the prisoners. And, you know, like a defense lawyer, I've been a defense lawyer. I've defended murderers, women who looked like beauty queens who were hit women. That's all they did was kill men. And um, I've represented drug dealers who murdered other drug dealers. I've represented jealous girlfriends who killed their boyfriend. And a defense lawyer has to, you don't have to, well, in a natural, you don't have to love them, but you definitely have to find a common bond with them. And God gave me that every case, every case, no matter how bad the case was, there was a, a commonality that he created where I could go in the courtroom and defend that prisoner and then with credibility 
I never, ever got a complaint from a prisoner, no matter how many I had. I had hundreds. I never got a complaint because God gave me that same bond with those prisoners. They would write me in. Some of them think that I was their girlfriend, but, you know, no, I was their intercessor, interceding on their behalf while they sat in that jail cell. And there's a, 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 a gift of it. It's a gift when you go before that judge. That represents God. <laughs> going before Jesus Christ, going before the throne of God, and maybe that's what I just saw. But, you know, it's a gift. You walk in the courtroom, Yonder, I'm here to represent so-and-so. Oh, he has a lawyer. Oh, yes, he does. He has a lawyer. And we have this to say about this and that. That's what Jesus Christ is, the intercessor for the saints of God. And he likens his role to that of a defense lawyer. This, I think it's First Peter or Second Peter two two, when he talks about propitiation for our sins. I think he says in the sins of the whole world, uh, that's Christ, and that's that's what he stands for. And, and a lot of people ask me, how can you defend that murderer? Well, that's Christ. That's who Christ was. Uh, how can you hang out and defend those prostitutes? Well, Christ did that, too. Um, so do we really know who Christ is? Because he was, a, he, he, he was lowly and meek. He was with the common man. He was with the masses. And that's who Christ is. And that's who Christ is today still. Not was. He is. That's who he is. And I guess that's what we're supposed to be celebrating. You know, the love of Christ and who he stands for. I mean, he, his presence is there. Sometimes I don't want to uh, acknowledge it, but his presence is there. When I saw those prisoners today, I was like, I have such great love for them. Like they were my children, you know. Yeah, really? They were, they, were like they, were my... they were listening to you? I... You talked to more than just well, your no, brother? They weren't listening to me. They were having, you know, their visits. But as I looked around the room, there was a love that I had for them. Um, and I can't explain that. That, it must be the love of God flowing through Jesus Christ, the intercessor and the defense lawyer. The Holy Ghost too. I mean, it, it, you know, it's just it's just funny how he caused me to be a defense lawyer, and 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 the most wretched of people that everybody, you know, you see a bright light, a bright light will come in there, and you'll see something. That's even before I got the Holy Ghost. I mean, he allowed me to uh, see those things supernaturally. I guess. But that's what we celebrate tonight in his birth and as Savior uh, because God 
God, God repeats himself and, 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 and uh, what do I want to say, duplicates himself. Because oh, we have to ask Christ on it in Jesus' name. Do we have, is there a, a solution? Is there a remedy in all this, all these things? Is there, is there, is there, if there's a problem, is there a remedy? Sometimes I'm not as, uh, Sane or intellectual about it, I get angry. <laughs> uh, but I believe, I guess this is the faith part I proclaim, that He has provided an answer to every problem. Every problem. Uh, every problem. And then I want to be the answer to problems. That's what I was today. When I was determined myself to go to that prison. And see my brother. I want to be an answer to a prayer for him and some of the other prisoners. I want to be the answer. That's why he says, you know, we go to the prison. Did you visit me when I was in prison? Did you? And so he accounts himself to the prisoners, the prisoners. And I saw that today, and how lowly and meek that is, and how sweet they are. Okay, what crime did they commit? Uh, uh, they look sweet to me in that prison. They look like little babies. That's a supernatural flow. And maybe that's a gift that God gives. That's the only way he can minister to them. And, and so that they can receive Christ. Everybody wants to be in the big church. They're making them mega mega dollars, and uh, would I love to? Absolutely. <laughs> I think I can preach as well and prophesy as well as any of them. But, I mean, I haven't. I don't have that pulpit, but um, that is how God is. That's how He is, and I thank God tonight. I did not know because I said when I got on this call, I said I'm not going to say anything tonight. Kind of upset. I'm not upset about being alone for Christmas. I'm really not. I'm not because I know I've been there, but I'm not upset about being alone for Christmas. I guess I want to pretend to be upset for being alone with Christmas, being being alone for Christmas, <laughs> and um, but I'm not really in a place where I'm really suffering at all. Thank God for that. But, yeah, oh, okay. amen. That's the Holy Ghost. And it is, and let me say this, the final word, the Holy Ghost is real. Amen. Amen. I am in full agreement with you. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I think Tranquility, Cassandra... Mel, I think they got dropped. They, they did something with my talk show. Any of you here? Tranquility? I'm oh, still wow. here. Oh, wow. My... Merry wow. Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to you, too. Cassandra, are you still here? They messed up my um my talk show. Can't get into talk show. But Cassandra? Yes. Yeah. Well, no. Cassandra? 
Miriam? Yeah? Ooh, this is Millicent. I've been here, too. I didn't hear you. Why? Hi, Dr. Millicent. Hi. I just said I've been on. Dr. Millicent? They messed up my talk show. I have no idea who's here. Is that Dr. Millicent? Somebody said? It is. Okay. It is. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all. Everybody. Great. Yeah, we was, we, uh, Brenda, Dr. Brenda was giving us uh, uh, her, the issue, the question was, we just read about Mary being conceived by the Holy Spirit. So my question was, it, was that a supernatural uh, incident? What What is, what is uh, our belief or our feelings on that? And we were all talking about how many supernatural experiences we have had with the Holy Spirit that we have to believe. And plus, we see the demon spirit of this crucifixion spirit and persecution, that demon spirit. We know that it has to be true. And the only one that could go through something like that was someone supernaturally made, which was Jesus Christ. Uh, Pastor Millicent, what is your opinion? Uh, on a natural level, it, you know, people challenge, you know, uh, Holy Spirit impregnated her. What is your what is your your feelings on that? Well, I shouldn't believe in particular conception. I haven't heard of anyone else having one, uh, <clears throat> like Sister Brenda. Uh, uh, Dr. Brenda and others, I've also received the feeling of the Holy Spirit. And uh, it definitely is a wonderful experience, but the scripture says that that Mary was overshadowed by the Holy Spirit and uh, that she conceived. So I definitely do not doubt the Christmas story and um firmly believe that without it and without the uh the death, the burial and the resurrection, we are without hope. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen, that's true. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Especially once you're dealing with a really you're dealing with the supernatural program in itself, you know, because this is not normal being in this targeted program. There's nothing normal about it. And that's why I do believe God chose us to be in this, you know, to recognize our standing. And I do believe there's there's a Jesus bloodline. I believe that these demons, you know, being that they're so deeply in eugenics and science, they're the ones monitoring the bloodlines. And um, I was told before, there are only a few people that could bring these demons down, and that's from the bloodline of Jesus Christ. And I think that's why they've targeted, <clears throat> excuse me, such a variety of people, I'm not saying every TI has a Jesus bloodline, but I do believe quite a quite a few of us have it. 
It's just no other reason why a demonic force is just going to, you know, continuously try to antagonize you and kill you. You know what? You always speak confirmation. I was thinking that tonight. Why is it the demons never stop? They continually attack. Eat. Because their goal is to, unfortunately, it's, you know, the Bible's clear to devour and destroy. I read years ago that they also develop an addiction. This power over life, uh, a God complex. And with it, though, I believe comes a comes an air of of paranoia because they truly are aware of their own uh, immortality. They are aware that there is a God, a power higher than themselves, in spite of the fact that they are able to work under the power of the of the devil and science and, you know, the perversion of science and mathematics and quantum physics. That still all belongs to God. And and everything they do is so obvious. It's it's a reversal of uh you know, God's orders, God's laws. Everything they do is a counterfeit. And I think as we grow more in God, we recognize that there's got to be resolution. There's always, there's got to be a key. There's got to be a key. We may not have it right now at this moment, but from what I've seen, nothing these demons can do cannot be resolved. Mm-hmm. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in, too, to guide us and lead us, you know. Yes. And, and they definitely come through dreams, you know. Before I had mentioned to Brenda, you know, this a credit card company wanted to harass me, so they um, put something on my door, you know, which I've never had done before. I think it's outrageous. But what's amazing is about a night or two nights before that happened, I had this dream of a legal matter, and I had no idea. So when that happened, I was like, oh, okay. That God really, he he definitely gives us, you know, uh, right. gives dreams and, and you know, uh, uh, prophecy of, of the warnings, warnings. Right, right. And I, when my mother, my mother doesn't come to me often in a dream, but you can believe when she comes, it's a warning. Wow. No, the supernatural is, is quite real. And like I was telling you, I'll, I'll never forget, I was my mother was praying for me and a few people, and I literally felt the seal 
called Cross My Head. I was like, wow, this is so deep. I don't know what to do. But And I'm, I'm convinced when God has an assignment for you, you know, he will preserve you. Even when I wasn't saved, when I reminisce, I look back, you know, I was hanging out, and I mean, my girlfriend of mine, we were just, oh, my goodness, a friend was behind the bar, and we just drank and drank, and oh, my God. And um, the Holy Spirit literally took my will and got me home. I couldn't believe it. And mm-hmm. that that's when I just knew it was just time to shape up. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I woke up and I was like, how did I get home? Yeah. And I knew it was the Holy Spirit. I was oh, never yeah. Huh? And that's before. Amen. This was way back before Lyft, before Uber. There was none of that, you know. And, uh, yeah, it was a girlfriend and I. And when I got home, she wasn't even in the car. So I was like, whoa. <laughs> but she yeah. called me the next day, and she was like, uh, she took, she ended up, she, she said she ended up taking a taxi. And um, that's when I knew. I mean, I knew it was the Holy Spirit that got me home. And I had no business ever going out again, you know, but I knew it was the Holy Spirit. I know the Spirit of God is real. And I said the only reason that happened is because God has things for me to do on this earth or else that would not have happened. Yeah. And I had a brand-new car a brand new car and nothing was touched on top but the the muffler was like like how did you say the muffler was I never forget it was banged. I was like, Wow, I know God is real. Amen. Yeah. Yep, Holy Spirit is real. I'm telling you, I remember a power on my wheel just driving my car. I'll never forget that. I can never forget it. It was like a power just drove my car. Stopped at stop signs. Yeah, the Holy Spirit is real. Very real. Very, very real. And I promise God never again. And I thank God. So, yes, there's a time I would say, you know, this stuff about uh, immaculate conception, da-da-da, looks da-da-da. I know that the Holy Spirit is real. And I know mm-hmm. when God has something to do on this earth, he will use whoever he chooses to use. And yes. just thank God that Mary was, you know, was a, uh, available, a willing soul, and so was Joseph. Because Joseph could have really showed his tail and said, I don't know. But he used an angel to talk to him. Anybody else that's had some holy supernatural experiences? 
Okay, well, thank you for sharing. And um, Merry Christmas. We we made it. it. It's officially Christmas. No more Christmas Eve. Actually, you guys to pray for me. This this my this throat. I don't know where this is coming from. I am going to Bomb. just vinegar all through my mouth. Hello. Yes. So keep me in your prayers because yeah, I'm glad you were able to talk, Brenda. You said your your throat was hurting you too. Yeah, it's. I think it's for the flow. Amen. Well, I'm, I thank God too. I'm not coughing like I was, but I yeah. feel the the cutting. It, it's still my throat's not where it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. and they deliberately, you know, I it impacted my Christmas, but that's okay. Amen. Well, you're healed in Jesus' name, and so am I. Uh-huh. Amen. I didn't hear you. I said you're healed in Jesus' name, and so am I. Amen. So, thank you guys, and Merry Christmas. I want to close out with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the greatest gift of all. <coughs> Your son, Jesus Christ, help us to prepare to receive him once again in our hearts. At Christmas, we pray to the Lord. Excuse me, sorry. We thank you, Father, for the gifts that you have given each one of us. We thank you, God, for for your, your supernatural power. We thank you, God, for your divine interventions in just situations, God, that let us know that you have a job for each one of us to do on this earth. So, God, again, we come before you and we ask you, Heavenly Father, don't let none of us leave this earth before we complete the assignment that you have for us. We ask you, Heavenly Father, to cover each and every person on this line from head to toe, that they may go into 2024, success, good health, financial uh, prosperity to do great things on this earth, as the Bible states, not financial success to gallivant, but to advance God's kingdom. So, God, we give you the glory. We give you the praise. We thank you, God, for all you've done for us. We thank you, God, for all you're going to do for us. In Jesus' name. Uh, We do have Pastor Millicent here. So, Pastor Millicent, could you just uh, give us a, a, a Christmas prayer, too, please? And, Father, we do honor and bless your name, God, for the love that you showed towards mankind when you sent Jesus the greatest gift ever given. I pray, God, that you'll continue to give us a deeper appreciation for the sacrifice that was made. Lord, help us to be ready vessels, God, to be used by you in your world, O God, to help a dying world see and understand that there is hope in serving a living and alive, God. I pray your blessings on each person on the line, Father. I pray health and healing and restoration for Dr. Brenda and Minister Miriam and for all of us, Lord, in the areas in which our bodies are being attacked. Help us, Father, to use our faculties to share with others the good news of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We honor you, God, during this Christmas season. 
and always in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless Merry you. Merry Christmas. Bye. Yeah. Well, you Don't forget, Jesus is the reason for the season. God bless you guys. Thank you for praying with me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your program. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you're here. Girl, they, they blocked me. I can't, I have no idea who's here. I cannot get in my talk show. Millicent, do they do that to you? She probably hung up. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm so glad all of you guys spoke because... Uh, Instead of um, talk to you, I couldn't get in if I wanted to. Thank mm. you. God bless. God bless you. Good night. Good night. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.